Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! I... I didn't even know. We're getting close to a one-year anniversary, Al. Are you going to uh, give Taylor my present again and have Jorge drink it, or are you going to actually put my name on the tag? Can, uh, can't wait to hear what Jorge says. Yeah, I, I had a couple. <laughs> First of all, you, you got me a bourbon. I, I said it was the wrong one, and I got you something, and I yeah. gave it to Taylor. So didn't give told. it to you. <laughs> that's, that's not a good look. Not a good look on my part. That's my apologies there, man. <laughs> it's going to happen. What are you going to do? It's one of those things. But now that I know we have an anniversary coming up, you should. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to get you nothing because you obviously didn't appreciate the Christmas gift I gave you. But you should at least try to make it right and get me a nice bottle of wine again since I didn't get the first one. No, I already did it. So, you know, mistakes happen in life. But I already invested my... I did what I was supposed to do. Now, granted, even the the letter that I wrote you, Taylor read it and thought that was from <laughs> Taylor, me to him. Was it nice? Did he say nice things to me? It was pretty generic, you know. <laughs> that's that's why I said there was nothing really personal in it. See, Al? You're, I said, you're, hey. Your entire story's coming unraveled. Let's said, keep hey, kicking man, butt in the new crazy. year. You've been employed for this long here like it's just very generic how do you keep how do you keep getting employed good better luck in 2022 how about Sounds la good. live huh it's really coming along absolutely espn radio is brought to you by progressive insurance all guests appear via the goodyear hotline crazy right, weather coming up this week <laughs> go lakers <laughs> that was the uh that was it was the printed sign-up. it was printed it wasn't even yeah, just you cut and pasted it from Google. How, how, how do you wish your coworker a happy holiday without actually meaning anything? Um, Taylor, pretty generic, this yeah, guy. Well, look, Taylor's an honest guy. What do you, what do you want him to do? Yeah, guy, he's going to tell nice you the truth. Bottle and now Jorge has it. <laughs> I was going to say, you got Jorge a nice bottle is what ultimately ended up um, happening. Uh, very quickly, back to our caller from the last yeah. segment. He said, you know, well, the big decision is not whether you keep the coach or not. It's whether or not you'd rather have Harbaugh or Mike Mayock. Um, that's not a decision at all. The only reason Mike Mayock was there in the first place is because John Gruden wanted somebody to blame things on a person when things went wrong. Mike Mayock wasn't involved. Mike Mayock isn't involved. Mike Mayock was there because John Gruden decided that he needed to have a GM, that he didn't want to have both titles. So they put Mike Mayock in that position. So if something went wrong, Gruden could say, well, Mayock you know, was involved. But it was, a, it was the John Gruden show. It, from the moment John Gruden got there, it was his show. So I don't think there's any affection. And I don't mean that like in a personal way. I, don't mean, yeah. I mean it strictly professional way. I don't think that the Raiders are committed to Mike Mayock in any meaningful way that they wouldn't throw him over the side if it meant that that's what they needed to do to get Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, if, if you're – listen, this is kind of very simple. If, if you're trying to get – if one of the best coaches has some interest in you and you have an opportunity to get him, you, you're not stopping at that type of a name. This isn't uh, – you know, we're not talking about Pat Riley. We're not talking about, right. you know, there's certain front office people where it's like, okay, I get it. They run the entire show. Um, that wouldn't be the case under under these circumstances. So 
why in Cobra Kai mm-hmm. have they decided that instead of giving me more Johnny Lawrence, which is what I want, they're giving me more of the LaRusso family. So we, we watched episode two, season four yesterday. And first of Are all... Are we supposed to watch another episode tonight? I mean, we could probably take a day, right? We could take a day off. We could we could get back to it on Thursday okay. night. That, Help me understand great. this. Help me understand this. So Maybe yesterday we couldn't take... One and two. Yesterday we couldn't take a day off. Yeah. And I had to watch... I had to log into Netflix at 2 p.m. Okay? 2 p.m. Okay. I had to log into Netflix. What time did uh-huh. you say you watched it? About 10.30. 10.30 at night? Yeah. <laughs> well, not 10.30 in the morning. We're doing our show. <laughs> um, so you decided that that was it was very critical that we watch an episode and we talked about it tonight there's no teenage karate before i call it a night tonight there's no (laughs) laker game there's no lakers game tonight right so why wouldn't we watch an episode tonight do do you want to i'm i'm I'm, i was just trying to give you a break you seem like you don't give a damn so i was just gonna let you have a night off but if you're in i'm in let's do it okay um let's break down last last night's episode well yes i am down to watch an episode tonight right Let's do it then. Okay. We're in. Uh, why more LaRussos? We, we are his his daughters. Whatever. I guess she's a part of the show. But last night's episode was about his wife, who has decided that you know what I'm going to do. Yep. I'm going to start terrorizing teenagers. Mm-hmm. That I am a woman of my in my 40s. I'm assuming that's roughly where she is in her life. Uh, and I think what what's going to be good for me. So I'm going to start going around and terrorizing a teenage high school girl who doesn't have adult role models. I'm going to get her fired from her job so she yep. can't feed her family. Mm-hmm. That That's character and story I'm going to bring her one. groceries uh, to put food on her family's <laughs> table. Uh-huh. I didn't understand that one. That yeah. was lame. And uh-huh. then even worse, like Daniel LaRusso, the dad, the, the air quotes protagonist, is smarmy, unlikable, twerpy, I don't think people think that. I think you're the only one. I think no. you're the only one that thinks that. All right, call. Tell me people, if you like remember, Daniel LaRusso. People remember Daniel LaRusso as the guy that ruined kid. Johnny's joint and stole his girlfriend. From yeah, Karate right. Kid. Okay? Right. That's what they remember him. And he is will always be a living legend because of that. No matter what he <laughs> – once you accomplish what he accomplished in Karate Kid, um, there's nothing you need to do later on in life. So I, I don't think people feel the same way about Let's him find as out. you do. Let's yeah. find out. 877-710-ESPN. Do you like Daniel LaRusso? Do you admire his character and find him compelling and interesting and the hero of the show? Don't say, okay. Or, or Trev, do Trev, you like anyone what else? What kind of a setup? What kind of a setup was that? What, go ahead. For sure. to be the hero of the show. What do you is like you just said people Daniel like LaRusso? Him. Do you okay. like Daniel LaRusso? Do you like his character? Perfect. That's it. You Very can sell it that. however you want. That's fine. And so with that in mind. He's okay. With that in mind, they decided, you know what? What if we took all the worst characteristics of Daniel and gave him to his kid and then made him even more unlikable by him picking on some new kid in the school? Picking on some new kid, yep. Mm -hmm. It's gone full circle. Now his kid's picking on the new kid when he – I get the – the, the, the literary structure that you're going for here, creators of Karate Kid. I got gotcha, you, okay? I just don't like this doughy kid who's picking on this new kid who wasn't doing anything wrong, and then he's soft and he's scared and he won't actually do the picking himself. He's letting his other guys bully himself into it. Everything about the LaRussos sucks. More of Johnny Lawrence, less of the LaRusso clan. I feel like you're too passionate about this. Like, why, why, are why, you why aren't angry? you more passionate? 
Why are you that angry at the LaRussos? Why are you suck. that mad at them? Because they're bad human beings. They're bad people. They're bad, they're bad members of the Valley Society. They should be extricated from the community. They're that, probably I, selling overpriced cars. Their karate is boring. They're, Trav, they're terrorizing Trav, children. Should I go on? Trav, that scene where the mom, what's her name? I, I don't know. Any, don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know any of the names. Okay, when when she is like they're trying to make it super dramatic. If you come near my daughter, yeah, uh, you'll be in jail for the rest of your life, if not worse. I'm like, what are we doing here, guys? Tori should have busted her ass right there in the middle of the sushi j- what restaurant. Are we doing here? She should have gave her roundhouse. Yeah, should have gave, round gave her a roundhouse. <laughs> That so yes, we're watching another one tonight. Let's hopefully okay. the next episode has more Johnny. And, it did I, end. I, I thought the episode ended a little interesting. That that kid who was getting picked on is now with his brother, and his brother uh, his brother's in the slammer. His brother's in the can. So yeah. <laughs> you know, the advice he's going to get from his brother about you know the current situation is going to be some fantastic advice. Okay, spoiler alert. I'm going to give yeah. it away right here real quick. I did like the line when the older brother who's in the you know corrections department uniform talking to his little brother is getting picked on. Little brother's scared and he's nervous and yeah. he's going to his big brother for a little help. And, and he says, uh, and, and, and one of them knows karate. And the, and the, the big brother goes, Oh, he knows he knows karate, does he? It was like the most it was the most honest moment in the history. It's like you understand that I'm in prison, right? You think I'm afraid of a guy that knows karate? Like let me let me explain to you how the world really works. I absolutely love that. And then scene. it's like boom, then there's the Cobra Kai logo that shows up and then the episode's <laughs> over. And I'm fantastic. like, all right, uh, let me learn about the Sacramento Kings here before this uh, game comes up. <laughs> There's nothing to learn. They suck, too. Tony in Los Angeles, you're up on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, Tony? What's up, Travis? What's up, Slee? What? Travis, I am Team Johnny Lawrence. Daniel LaRusso is the biggest bully. I agree with you. He Thank took you. his took his girl, took everything, took his pride, and now Thank he's, like, me. trying to step in and say uh, Eagle Fang. Are you trying to say Miyagi Do is better than Eagle Fang? Like, come on. <laughs> And I just have one more question. Uh, instead of asking Sliwa, I want to ask Travis something. Yes. Uh, Travis, yes. does uh, does Sliwa still smell like a kebab? <laughs> I don't quite know. He... No? <laughs> I, I, I don't think he ever random. did. Very random there. Very yeah. random there. I, you, 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 you are very hygienic, Al. You always come into work very, you know, scrubbed and polished and, and smelling April fresh. So, no, yeah. you do not smell That's like very a random. Kebab. Yeah, that was a little out of left field. I'm glad your team, Johnny, though. That's uh, that, that's good. Let's go to uh, Rancho Palos Verdes. Brian, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Brian? What's up, guys? Uh, you know, I've never watched Cobra Kai, but the past two days have been cracking up over your description of it. So now I'm instead of working, in? I'm going on you YouTube in? and okay. trying to find clips of the, the damn show. <laughs> but, yeah, I want to see more of Johnny. Uh, I'm starting to feel less sympathetic for Daniel. Sorry, Sleep, but uh, I think Travis is right on this one. Out. Yeah, look, th- thank you. I, I, thank I don't you, need Brian. anybody. I don't need anybody with me. Okay, uh, this is a. This is if you, if you guys want to go and, and join the Johnny crew, which uh, Trav got to be honest. Every scene he's in is good. Every scene that Johnny's in. Well, is, is here's, good. here's the good thing. Scene. I'm going to be uh, a, a film critic here for half a second. He's the only one on the show that can actually act. He's yeah. the, he's the only one in the show that is a Why decent is the actor. acting so bad? Because they're bad actors. I mean, that's not complicated. They're bad at their job. Okay, they, so so how do you then 
if you're not good at your job, it's a show that's very popular. It's not like you for, know, I, I for think, sure. I, I think on Netflix too, it's one of the first or you know how they say most oh, yeah. watched, whatever. It's like one yeah. of the top ones. Is part of it because of that too? Because it's not good acting. Well, I, it's super campy, and it's and it's very very self aware, which is fun. That they, they, they know that they're putting this goofy thing on, and they're in on the joke is is part of the appeal of it all, right? That, mm-hmm. that like I said, to you in the first episode of season four, when Terry Silver goes, "Do you know how much cocaine I was on in the eighties, where I spent an entire summer terrorizing a high school kid over a high school karate tournament?" It's it's a it's a perfect line to describe the entire story. The, the the problem is Daniel Larusso when he was I don't know when when Ralph Macchio played Daniel Larusso back in the eighties he was I don't know twenty playing a sixteen yeah. year old mm-hmm. and for a twenty year old playing a sixteen year old he was fine he was good at it he played the character perfectly as a full fledged adult yeah. man yeah. he's just it just different. doesn't work <laughs> yeah. it just it's different. just it's just a he's he's so wormy and unlikable he's just a Twerp. You just want to flick his forehead and say, "Get out of here with your little Miyagi Do stuff." Well, you can't it's do a, that because he's uh, he's he's a trained professional in karate. It's <laughs> very true. Let's come down my way a little bit. Seal Beach and Brad. Brad, you're on with uh, Travis Lee. What's up, Brad? Morning, guys, or afternoon? Hey, Travis, I agree with you. Russo you. is just—he's <laughs> such a complainer. He's a bully, but if he doesn't get his own way, he starts whining like a little bitch. And it's funny. This isn't a spoiler. They end up calling him Puso later because he's such a bitch <laughs> yes, in, in, in the show. So, I, I believe they started calling the son that. I don't know if we need to say that on this show. But, uh, yeah, look, his character is deeply unlike. Are you feeling like you want to come over to my team? Are you feeling more like that? I'll stay over here and just not be happy because <laughs> it, it, it is, you know, it's just it is kind of true. Let's uh, – but – Kind of want well, to stay on my own island. This now. is this is your fault. You're the one that said no. I think most people like John or Daniel. I said, well, eh, I don't you, think you, that's exactly you picked true. It, you you made it between the two camps. Like you have to be yeah. on one side or the Eagle other. Eagle Fang or Miyagi Do, and this is very easy. That's so funny. This is this. We're, we're basically reliving the show here. What do you mean break? I don't want to break. I want to keep doing this. You well, t- just take them. Take them then. <laughs> if you're on hold, stay there. Team Eagle Fang, stay online. If you're Team Miyagi Doe, you can hang up. I don't really care. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Karate Kid guys have the uh, cliffhanger figured out, Slee, because now you, you kind of talked me back into it for today, and now I'm, I know we got a few minutes left in the show, but I, I kind of want to start watching it right now. You, you've, you've sold me on it completely. One o'clock. One o'clock, just start streaming it. I didn't even know Netflix was available at that time. There is something about that, right? That yeah, it the, is. You do certain things at certain times. Like, is this even okay? Like Emily said the other day, it's like you can get a hamburger at ten thirty in the morning at In and Out. Like, well, sure you can. It's just you know, it's, we're not all nine to fivers. We got different schedules. If you want a double double at ten thirty five, do it. If you want Cobra Kai at one o'clock in the afternoon, treat yourself. 
I would be lying if I told you I don't watch Netflix for as soon as this show's over. I would be straight up lying if I did. If I said what that. do you go with? I, you know, I usually will put on whatever show I'm watching at the moment. Like right now, well, yesterday I watched The Bachelor right after I got off the show. So that was what I did to catch up because the episode had come out on Monday. But usually it's whatever I watch. Is that know, still I, like the highest rated? Like, is it still incredibly, incredibly popular? Oh, yeah. Still super popular. So yeah, I know nothing. Uh, just to break down like a little bit of it for you guys. So last night was like the first episode of the season. So mm-hmm. the, the Bachelor uh, himself he used to play college football. He played for Missouri. So and he played in the NFL for a bit. But when they introduce these girls, they have a little header that says, oh, Emily, radio producer, Los Angeles. So each time someone comes up, they have some sort of like descriptor of them. It's usually their occupation. But last night, there were three girls that stood out. There was uh, Claire, who was a spray tanner from Virginia <laughs> Beach. Sure. So, sure. That'd make you proud. I've been That'd there. Exactly. Make you proud, Emily. <laughs> I've been there before. Yeah. And then there's Ivana, who was a bar mitzvah dancer. So don't really know what that uh I was going to say, I'm going to need more information on that. Yeah. I'm not nope. in the Jewish community, I, I so it. maybe if someone calls in and tells us Makes about sense. it. Then, Makes sense. Yeah. And then also Sally from Charlottesville, Virginia. What up? She was previously <laughs> engaged. That's her description. So that's quite an accomplishment. Uh, all, all catch, all catchers. But uh, definitely, that's that's what I usually do right after the show's over. Okay, I've never seen thirty seconds of The Bachelor. That being said, you know Alan well. You know me well. Would either of us like that show? I think that you would like the first two episodes, like the, the beginning. The beginning when it's less about love and it's more about the drama, I think you guys could be interested in. Because I think it's it's just straight up hilarity. These people are ridiculous. I think if and, they uh, rope us in for two, I might be coming right. in for three. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'd say the beginnings are fun. So also they take them on like different places. It's, it's less likely in the um, COVID world we live in. But one time they're like, they usually go to like Ireland or like Iceland or something cool. But one year Riverside. they were like... You guys are going to <laughs> Cleveland. And the girls were like, no reaction. They're like, yay, Cleveland. So, no, there's there's definitely some uh, humor and comedy with the drama. So, if your girl or your wife are, are watching My wife doesn't it, watch it. Bad. She she yeah. she has some junky TV that she watches, but that doesn't happen to be on uh, her list. <laughs> like, I heard what you said. <laughs> what, if they just threw in, what, if, what if they just threw in, like... There's certain people going to Hawaii, other people going to Costa Rica, and then they're going to El Cajon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there. There's a lot of people from San Diego on, on the show. You, is you're really? going to Brawley, you're going to Blythe, and you're going to the Barstow. It's all bees all the time here on The Bachelor. That uh, Send them to Ram Bishop. We'll send them up to the mountains yeah. and, and see what they got up Yeah, there. but that's what Tra- I do after two over. <laughs> it doesn't sound bad. Travis Lee's brought you by Goodyear. With you for every mile. On the road to greatness, Goodyear more driven. Let's uh, let's see here. What do we want to do? Uh, let's go to Joe in Los Angeles. Joe, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hello, Joe. What's up, Joe? What's going on? Not much, but I don't know if maybe this was like the inspiration for the show. But a couple years back, there was an article showing all the ways in which Daniel Larusso was actually the actually the villain for Karate Kid. So I think the show is presenting Daniel as like a very unlikable person. I think that is intentional, and they're doing a great job because yeah. He just, <laughs> He's just terrible. He's just a terrible person all around. I think he's like the equivalent of what you would call like a Karen nowadays. Um, he is a Karen. A You're right. Him. Like that is his character. That's who he was. I rewatched Karate Kid 3, I think, a couple of days ago just to like refresh like what was going on. There's a sentence a- no one's ever said. 
I went back and rewatched Karate Kid three. You're the one, Joe. Right? Congratulations. <laughs> um, but I think that's the intention of the show. Like he's an unlikable person. He's you know he was presented as such a wholesome character back in the day in the eighties when this is the idea of what people thought you know young men should be, and it just you know nowadays it just doesn't work. It's like he's just a terrible person overall. Like. <laughs> The entitlement yeah. of that family is crazy, and I think that yes. is the unlikable yeah, that's part good. of it. No, the entitlement, that's, that's a good way to put <laughs> it. You, you, know, you, know what's, you know what's so interesting, Trav? The, <laughs> and, and maybe there's another show that has done this, and I'm way off on this. Bro, they got us at our age, and they got, you know, they, they got everybody that's, let's say, 35 and above, but then they also got, young kids watching this you yeah. know what i mean they got no your, it's a hard it's a it's, it's a hard target to hit how how do you have that and you have the 12 to 25 year old watching it as well it, it's i think a, they it's do a great point it's you're you're absolutely right um because the 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 nostalgia thing only works to a point right because put, put it to you this way i am as big of a beverly hills 90210 fan as there is i loved that show and i'm mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed to admit it. I liked a teenage uh, soap opera when I was in my 20s. I loved it. Okay, uh, they tried to reboot it. It sucked. It just it, it just it just wasn't good. And and I wanted to like it. And I watched a few episodes. And it was nice to see some familiar characters. But the show itself wasn't any good. This show somehow has kind of threaded that needle of being awful and awesome and wildly entertaining and bad enough time. to keep watching yes. like there's <laughs> exactly. a there's a certain way to there's a certain uh it's not an easy thing to accomplish where you're watching something like what the hell am i watching actually it's actually pretty decent all right today's stat hero of the day is russell westbrook uh yeah. t-raj i don't know if you got a chance to see this yesterday i know you and i spent a lot of time the last 48 hours or so uh talking about russell westbrook head Nine turnovers on Sunday against the Minnesota Timberwolves yesterday. Russ, zero turnovers, first time in 407 games, which is kind of crazy to think. This stat started coming up, right? 2016 was the last time he had a game where he didn't have a turnover. Stat Hero, mm-hmm. the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Um, Trav, what do you think of this? They have the Lakers have won four of their last five games. Yep. Okay. And they've three won three games in a row. You you care at all? Was that what does that mean to you that they It's a great question. They've a great rung question. in a couple wins in a row and they've won four out of five. Okay. What it means to me is there it there's a little bit of hope that they can win some games, that they can ham and egg their way to find a victory against some teams that are somewhere between not very good like Portland and Houston to teams that are mediocre like or, or teams that are um, not only average to below average, but they also don't have play- – McCollum yeah, wasn't playing, Nurkic yeah. wasn't playing, Carl Anthony Towns yeah, wasn't playing, D'Angelo sure. Russell. That you, you said something that I keep going back to. You said – this is probably a couple months ago now. And, and it's, it's the thing that I keep telling myself when I – because – while I am not convinced that the Lakers are anything other than mediocre, I'm not. I, I think they're a mediocre team. I think that's what they are. That that being said, you said about two months ago to beat LeBron James and Anthony Davis four times in seven games. That's hard to do. I believe it's tough that's out. true. 
Sure. I, I, be, I believe that to be true. And that's kind of where I'm hanging my hat right now that, that on the, okay, the, are the Lakers going to all of a sudden race up the standings? I really don't think so. I think that they're going to be somewhere in the second half of the Western Conference draw. They're going to have to go on the road to win playoff series if they get into the playoffs. But beating LeBron James and Anthony Davis four times in seven games, that sounds hard to me. Even as they're currently constructed, it sounds hard. Now, the second part of that is what you just mentioned in the Stat Hero uh, Stat Hero of the Day. If Russ can chill, for lack of a better word, if he can just chill out a little bit and you get Anthony Davis back, because, look, Clay Thompson's coming back to the Warriors. Warriors are already great. This is, this is the cherry on top of the Sunday. Kyrie's going to start playing half the time, and that's the cherry on Sunday because the Brooklyn Nets are really good. The Lakers desperately need Anthony Davis to come back and be Anthony Davis again. And it's not totally out of the realm of possibility that that could happen. He's still a really good player. So, yeah, I think everything that we've seen over the last week or so, I, I feel better about him this week than I did last week. Now, I don't feel – I didn't go from a 1 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10. I went from a 4 to a 5. It's just kind of right in the middle. I think they're a middling team. I think they're let, mediocre. But, yeah, I think it means a little bit of something. Let me throw this because I, I think we can – I think this could be a good conversation. You just mentioned – the Warriors have the best record in the NBA, and they're only going to get better. Yeah. But they're not, you know, the the dependence on Klay Thompson is not as big as we thought it was going to be because of how good they've been this year, how how they've been so successful, and this is without Klay, and this is without Wiseman. So I'm not saying it's a luxury, but it's not a necessity because they're proving they can win whether Klay was there or Klay wasn't there. But now you're bringing back one of the best players. Kyrie, on the other hand, for the Brooklyn Nets, he's coming back. And again, um, they can get to the NBA Finals, I think, with or without Kyrie Irving. I don't think it would be a shock. Or they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, not a shock if they get there with or without Kyrie. So that means the, the really good teams are getting better. Do you feel the same way about Anthony Davis when he comes back to the Lakers? I think that's an interesting question to propose. We'll throw it out to Laker fans as well because I know in the playoffs last year, Trav, we were getting to the playoffs. Well, AD just has to be healthy. Remember that conversation we were always having? Do you still feel the same way when AD comes back that AD just has to be healthy and the Lakers just have to be healthy? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show on 710-ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
You fired me up, Al. I'm glad that you – see, this is why I think that you and I do so well together, that I was kind of thinking, let's just take a day away from Cobra Kai. You're like, no, let's do it. Let's do it again tonight, and now I'm, I'm all the way back in. I'm ready to go. I thought the uh, tease to end the episode was good enough to – let's just keep this thing going. Listen, how, how many episodes are there? There's maybe 10, 10 episodes, something like yeah. that, for season two? Okay. So. We do one an episode Monday through Friday this week. We do one in, um, one a day next week as well. That means you don't watch anything on Saturday and Sunday. I think we're good to go. I think we're, we're good to go on that front. I, I don't know. I, look, if we get to the end of the week and I'm still hooked, I'm starting to get good. Yeah, I might put the NFL uh, final weekend of the NFL season. No, you and won't. Say, ah, you know, just just put that aside for say. I may call in sick on Sunday for the Rams game. Yeah, Kirk, you're on your own. I need to watch the season finale of Cobra Kai. Can you uh, can you imagine this weekend as well? You got Niners Rams. Yep. You got the Charger Raider game. Yep. Um, you have all these other games that obviously have implications in some sense. Whatever, whether it's Teams that are already in, but they're trying to get better standings. Oddly, Indy Jacksonville is a big deal. Okay, and let me throw this out there too. You know, from an NBA perspective, John Morant, he's as exciting as any player in the NBA. Sunday night, you'll be at Crypto.com Arena taking on the Lakers. So you got some fantastic sports this weekend. I saw this online. It said the uh, next ten years, you want Morant or Giannis. That's the first time I've seen his name in that sort of conversation, right? I would have thought but, I, I would have thought they were throwing that with Luca, the, yeah, the well, John I, Moran or Luca. Can, can I be honest? Yeah. I think that Luca is still the obvious answer. I think that's probably why he's not in that conversation. Although he's been hurt this year, and he admitted that he's been fat, so yep, man, I don't know. That doesn't maybe help. He, maybe he eliminated himself from the conversation. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So you had the question, Al. Hit, hit, hit me with it again about the Lakers and wait till AD gets back. Well, listen, last season this was a conversation with the Lakers. Um, it was, well, they just got to be healthy. Just got to be healthy, right? If I'll take a healthy LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the playoffs, and they'll go up against anybody. And, you know, KD's not playing with the Golden State Warriors. So you felt like – the Lakers can churn things around, and LeBron and AD were just coming off a championship. Do you still feel that same way, where Anthony Davis can kind of be the, the saving grace? Anthony Davis can save the Lakers because they've won four or five games, and they've won three games in a row. But if you really, really look at it, you're asking yourself, okay, well, who did they beat? Um, were those teams healthy? Where are those teams in the standings? No, the Lakers really just kind of took advantage of – some some scheduling opportunities there, some health and some safety vid. protocols yeah. that's hitting you know a lot of other teams. But I also don't even really show that much sympathy because the Lakers were, have also been in that sure. position for a lot of this season. So it's like this is kind of just the NBA. Do, do you feel the same way you did where you know you think to yourself, well, if LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook are in a playoff series where you have to beat them four out of seven games – and these other role players like Malik Monk, who's been playing really good over his last five or six games. Eventually, Kendrick Nunn's going to come back. Do you still kind of feel the same way, or is that hope that you had last season not at all the same as it is for this year? All right, I, I want to answer it, and then we're going to go to the phones. I, I don't think Russell Westbrook has anything to do with it at all, and that, negatively or or positively. I think well, he's, he can't have that many turnovers, I, and that, well, for for sure. But yeah. I, I don't think that when when I'm thinking. Does AD get back, and now can you go beat people because it's AD, LeBron, and Russell Westbrook? I, the Russell Westbrook part of that is not in the equation for me. I feel the same way I did last year, but for a totally different reason. Here's what I mean. Last year it was, hey, look, 
Anthony Davis could have easily been the finals MVP two years ago. Easily. Mm-hmm. Easily. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it, it wouldn't know. Not one person would have gone, huh? Not one person. It would have been a perfect choice. So last year, when you're waiting, it's like, look, once that dude comes back, buckle up. He's going to kick your butt. He's Why is gonna anything going to change? Exactly mm-hmm. right. This year, you're still saying, wait till Anthony Davis gets back, but you got your fingers crossed while you're saying it. You got your fingers crossed while you're saying it because not only do you need him to come back, but you need him to do a 180 on what he's done this season. You need him to come back and be healthy for sure, but you need to go find that player that was two years ago, not the guy that was this season. Because the guy that we saw this season, him, that, himself. that version, yeah. that's, not, that's not good enough. It needs to be that other guy. Let's try our first call here. Let's go to uh, Ken in Sherman Oaks. Ken, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, thank you. Um, I, I agree, and I just want to say, because of those reasons and more injury-prone, I think the Lakers' best move is to trade him, to trade Anthony Davis for Carl Anthony Towns. Yet LeBron has got a window of a couple of years here to get his fifth, maybe sixth, but five championships. And Anthony Davis doesn't seem to be playing with the same fire after he won a championship. Too risk, too risk prone, uh, injury prone, and I think it'll open up the floor a little bit more for Russ. So I think that's their best best move. Uh, Towns wants out of Minnesota anyway, so I think they pulled the trigger, and that's their best shot. Ken, thanks for calling in. Um, Travis, he's not going anywhere. Just no. you know, let's just kind of. I'm with you. Andy Davis is not going anywhere, and at, at least listen. At least for this. By the way, out. I don't, I don't want him to. And he, I don't want him to either. You know what I mean? Like sometimes there gets a point where you're like, okay, we, this is going to work. You got to move this guy down the road. Mm-hmm. They, I, I'm not there with Anthony Davis. I, I agree with you. There's no scenario where they trade him for Carl. Anthony Davis is light years better than Carl Anthony Towns. He's a lot better player. Always give me the better player. But just because this season has been a bust to this point for him. I'm not ready to move on from that guy. He's way, way, way too talented. Well, but this is to even have the conversation where you have fans calling. By the way, it's not the first time I've heard this. I've heard Laker fans say, hey, you know what? Can you really depend on Anthony Davis? And maybe that's what the call is more referring to is, is the guy on the court? Is he available? Um, Can you rely on him to be in these games throughout the regular season? Can you rely on him once the postseason starts for him to be there? And we're talking about from a health perspective. Um, I, I get that portion of it, but ultimately at the end of the day, I'm going to take my chances with Anthony Davis, and that doesn't that's not a free pass either. You know, you and I have talked about it. AD has not been the Anthony Davis everyone was expecting him to be this season. Just, just be very, very blunt about it. AD right. has not he has not lived up to the expectations that he's built for himself. You know, he, we don't just come with the Talon Horn Tucker, we built expectations for him that are probably not fair at age 21. He's going to come in, and the Lakers just paid him, and he's going to you know, become one of these players for the Lakers. He's instantly going to be there. I don't know if that was fair, but with Anthony Davis, no, you do expect him to be uh, not just a top 10 player, but one of the best in the NBA. Because he's 10 years in. You know, THT, for all of his you and know, he's inconsistencies. He's shown it on he's, a he, consistent of course he basis. Has. Yeah. No, he – this was – what did we just say a minute ago? Giannis or Morant? And then we threw in um, Luka real quick. It wasn't more than, you know, what, 12, 14 months ago 
That was AD was in that conversation. Yep. He he was the guy that was in the middle of that too, and he's fallen out of it, but he could fall back into it, I guess. Let's try it real quick before we go to another call. You yep. mentioned THT right there. If you could just snap your fingers yep. and Alex Caruso's here and THT's somewhere else, would you do yep. it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would. And and I'm going to go back to this. THT has great um, – he really does have great potential. He really does. Like, genuine. He's 20 – in five years, he'll be 26. Like, think about – he'll have six years <laughs> of experience, NBA an NBA championship, playing with LeBron, AD, these guys. In five years, he'll be 26 years old. But the window that the Lakers are in, it's really tough to think three, four, five years down the road. Caruso, today – is helping you today. He's filling in voids that you need. He's guarding other guards in the end. I, I, I think the Caruso thing is no question about it. Yeah, I, look, you said it. That the potential is all there, and, and I don't mean this is going to sound like I'm being such a you-know-what, and I don't, yep. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. Because well, we, they're not in that position. Exactly right. Yep. LeBron is here now. Yep. LeBron, five years from now, I mean, I'm not going to say he's not going to be good because I, I would have lost that bit five years ago, mm-hmm. but – you got to fix it today, now, yep. this season, for, for today. There's no more. Well, let's let's hedge a little bit for what's coming next. I think that's a bad way to do it. One more. You got to go to this guy, one of our loyal guys, Solomon in Lake Balboa. Solomon, what's up? Hey guys, thanks so much. A couple of things, especially because you brought up Alex Caruso. But first, about AD, and it's already been hit upon. What AD are you going to get back? Are you going to get the AD back from two years ago? Are you going to get an AD back that's got the dog of a Dwight Howard when he gets on on the court instead of being kind of disengaged and floating? And, man, I'm, I'm sure Laker fans don't know what he's doing sometimes on the court. Uh, regarding um, you know, Alex Caruso, yeah, it's a toss-up here. You, you know, the, the Lakers' choice was Westbrook or getting Buddy Heald and Alex Caruso. And I'll, I'll take your response off the air, and, you know, yeah. we'll go from there. Thanks for sharing. It's funny. I was watching Heald last night, Al. I know you were too, that I still like that more. I still – and I get it. I'm the anti-Russell Westbrook guy. It's fine. I'll wear it proudly. But it just feels like that was the, the, the component that was missing far more than another big, you know, headliner that, like Russell Westbrook. Yeah, listen, and I, I'm the other side. I, I understood it. I, I had mentioned I spent a lot of time in the offseason. And a lot of it, Trav, had to do with you got to go up against the Brooklyn Nets. And they and I know it doesn't just come down to superstars, but right. I felt like the Lakers felt, hey, we have to have another big-time player. LeBron's getting older. Where's our playmaker? Where's a guy that can be there? Just Obviously, hasn't panned out to this point. So we'll see what happens. Not yet. Cross your fingers. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. here about the NFL MVP. Uh, I'm watching SportsCenter right now, and they just put up the MVP odds, and for the first time I've seen in a very long time, 
Cooper Cup on the board. He was at the bottom of the board, but they had five guys listed, and he was at the bottom with the hey, fifth best odds. You've been but screaming. I'll take it. You've been screaming with your uh, with your pom poms for him, and I get it. And uh, it's great that he's in the conversation. Yeah, he's had a phenomenal season. One guy that is at least not going to get one vote. He's probably going to win. But uh, Hub Arkish, who covers the NFL, says that he is not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers as MVP. Uh, He said the following, I don't think you can be the biggest jerk in the league Mm -hmm. and punish your team and your organization and your fan base the way he did and be the most valuable player. I give him a lot of credit for saying that out loud because I think a lot of people are probably feeling the same way, only they're keeping it to himself. Yeah, I don't. I, I, what's the credit? I, I don't understand it. That's not your your job is not to see if he's the most popular person. Your job is, especially if you have that vote. It actually really bothers me that he has a vote, and that's what he's judging it on. That's not how it's supposed to be judged. So if you're taking it personal about the player and the individual, and I, listen, I'd be an idiot to think that that doesn't happen because I'm sure it does happen with everybody who does have a vote. Bro, you're voting for the best player. It's not a popularity contest. Well, you're you're right. I'm I'm honestly surprised to hear you go because this is not your lane. You're usually like good guys need special consideration and jerks, you know, should be punished for it. He, Aaron Rodgers is the best player in the NFL. I don't think that there's any question mm-hmm. about it. He has been the most valuable, but the heel turn that he's had in the last couple of years is. Really weird, and 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 I was an Aaron Rodgers fan, and I just am not anymore. I, I'm fully aware of his ability, and I respect his ability to play the position. Yeah, but yeah, I but, I, I kind of feel where he's coming from on but, this. But that's my point: is that's okay that you're not a fan of his. That's all right. I get it, and I understand you might have your own specific reasons. Um, I maybe I don't pay as much attention to what Aaron Rodgers is doing off the field or how he. Uh, I, I was in support of him in the offseason. I didn't understand what the Packers were doing. What do you mean you're getting rid of this guy? What do you mean you're not interested well, that's in not, Aaron They Rodgers? didn't say they were getting rid of him. He, he not, not, basically not said, rid I'm of not him. coming in. He I don't wanted, want to be here anymore. He wanted uh, he wanted some long-term stability, I guess, or at least that was the thought process. But I'm, I'm going to just stick on this for a second. It's not a popularity contest. If he's the best player in the league, you know who else over their career wasn't all that popular? Uh, guys like Kobe, he wasn't the most popular player in the NBA, but if he's the best player, if that's the most valuable player, vote the damn guy in. And I I, I, I don't know. This one is a little interesting that this guy was going to win. Yeah, I do think he's going to win, and okay. he should. They do have the best record in the league, too. He probably does. He, he probably does deserve to win. He probably should win. But I would you wouldn't have to pick me up off the floor if he didn't because I think but, but, what, but what did you just say? saying. But does he deserve to win? Yeah, but so do some other guys. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it, put, put it to this way. The idea that there's only one right answer to these things, it's very rarely that. It's very rarely where there's just somebody that is so far and away. Like, for instance, the Otani thing that we just saw, right? Yep. That is such a no-brainer. If you vote for anybody other than him, you're being obtuse. Yep. Th- that's not this. If you voted for Cooper Cup, I'm okay with that. If you okay, voted but for just, Jonathan but, Taylor, but Let me I'm ask you, okay you get one that. vote. You get one vote. Who are you giving it to? Cooper Cup. No, Because I'm not. a homer. Yeah. yeah. But, no, but, but, I'd, I'm not saying because he's – but he. it's not a bad pick. It's 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 McGo- absolutely okay. Let, let, not let a bad me say pick. this: Who do you think should win MVP? Take out your own fandom, and I get it. I understand it, and it, you've been making a case for Cooper Cup for a long time, and I, I get it. I understand it, and I respect it. But you get one vote. Who do you think? Just like, I mean, who do you honestly think should win MVP? Uh, uh, if the question is That's who's awesome. the best player, <laughs> this is all I let it out. 
No, no. Honestly, if the question is who's the best player, it's Aaron Rodgers. You're you're right. If you're that, saying to me, if, if if you yeah. snapped your fingers, Alan said, mm-hmm. who are you going to vote for? If I had a vote, I would not vote for Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't. I, I would not do it. I, I would feel comfortable enough picking someone else that I'm not doing it. But that's a personal ex- thing. That's a no, personal it's, thing. No, it's a personal thing and a football thing. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I think that Cooper Cup's more valuable than Aaron Rodgers is, but it's it's all of those things together, and his deal is deeply off-putting but, to me. But, but, Trav, that's why I'm saying that that's why it's a personal thing. And, I, and listen, again, I'd be an idiot to think that these don't come into play. I'm sure there are people who have votes in the NBA or in the NFL where some of that does come to play, where they like a guy more than somebody else and they do vote for him. I, I understand that. There is kind of maybe a little bit of a likability factor. It just shouldn't be a factor when you're voting for the most valuable player. Because when I asked you if you had to pick one guy, you said probably Aaron Rodgers. But if you had a vote, you wouldn't you wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, that, I like to, that becomes I like to a little more personal. Days. That's that's more fun. I like to I like to exercise <laughs> my own personal agendas. How about this? This is just weird. Yeah, the Jazz were the last team to put a player into the COVID protocol this How about season. That? Um, Joe Ingles went on the list. He was the, the the Jazz had not had a player on the list until Ingles went on. And I guess it just goes to show you that this stuff completes a full circle because the Jazz were the team that closed the down first the NBA. team. That's right. That's uh, the first team almost two years ago. So, I, I Michael asked a couple different times, and I didn't have an answer. You know, there was this COVID. CBS was doing like a COVID NBA, and it showed what players have been affected, what teams have been affected. And I guess just Utah wasn't on the list, so I just assumed that everybody in the NBA had somebody affected by it. Nope. Yesterday, the Jazz, they're the first team. I, it, Lakers have had 94 guys on health and safety protocols. The Lakers have had their entire broadcast team on the yeah. list. You know what That's I mean? That's right. It's, yeah. it, the, everybody in the Laker organization has gotten sick, it seems, or at least gotten uh, put on the list. It's just a Coaching a staff, deal. yep. Yeah. T.O. wants back in. He says he wants to talk to Tom Brady or to the uh, Bucks per- uh, personnel people to come back in. The craziest thing of all, and look, it's not going to happen. I'm not nuts. Mm-hmm. I think for one Sunday afternoon, T.O. could probably be a relatively effective NBA. Have you seen that guy? He still looks 48 like he years old. Okay. He's jacked. Uh, he still looks like he's 27. Looks <laughs> like he's 27 years old. I mean, well, he doesn't I, I, look I don't like any twenty-seven-year-old I ever knew. He, well, he looks like I, no, I Mr. Yeah. Universe. He looks. I mean, he looks so incredibly in shape, and that's that is part of our motivation, which is why we both got ab rollers. Roller is out. we are going to just need thirty days. I'm gonna look like T.O. I, I'm very excited to find yeah. out that when we open the show tomorrow, that you're going to announce to everybody where you're going to get your Raider tattoos. This is ex- this is exceptional. Very excited. Raiders Nation. Raiders Nation. Get it get it on your face like Mike Tyson. Just sure. put it right across your face. No question Where do people about it. find the pod? ESPN app or on iTunes. Catch the full three hours, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you miss it live, catch it on the podcast. Sleaze Tattoos, Karate Kid, Episode 3, and I guess some sports tomorrow. We'll see you then. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.